Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. Closed mouths don't get fed. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you and what are you drinking? Ooh, I'm good. And uh, I mean, it's a little early for you. So I'm drinking to make me maybe make you jealous. It's uh, mm. Beer Geek Breakfast. Beer Geek. Beer Geek Breakfast. It's uh-huh. by uh, McKiller and Friends. Okay. Like my favorite brewery ever. Were they local? Uh, so they're they're in Europe, but they just created one in California that brews now, uh-huh. and they're actually in I want to say like City Stadium or one of the mm. New York stadiums. Sweet. Um, I don't go to sport games, so I wouldn't. <laughs> I can't tell you exactly go, which one. I don't watch sports ball, but but when I do, what are yeah. you drinking, sir? I am drinking. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm attempting another pumpkin beer. This time around. Uh, oh man, is this gonna end terribly? No, I taste a little bit of it. It's called Rumpkin, and it's by Avery Brewing Company, and it's um, a pumpkin beer with spices aged in rum barrels. And this was bottled in 2017, and the alcohol content is 16.9. Whoa, dude! Whoa! <laughs> I don't trust myself because I'll crush a beer during an episode. <laughs> and I'll be white girl wasted when. Oh, uh, this is like um, it is a. Uh, it's strong. It is. It's it strong. Like bite. It's it's crazy sweet. There's like no head on it at all. It's very dude sweet. to get it that high. You probably had to. What yeah. do you have to do? Keep adding yeast and sugar and adding. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mine is just a humble stout brewed with coffee. Hmm. Sounds good. Well, listen. Uh, that's, that's actually I like that I like that label. Oh uh, my god, dude! I love their designs. Yeah, cool. Anyways, uh, I want to thank Brendan, who sent in our catchphrase: "Closed mouths don't get fed." So thank you, Brendan. And if you want to send in your catchphrases, you can join the Listen Money Matters community on Facebook by visiting listenmoneymatters.com/community. So we really need you to do that. Yeah. Uh, we are going to talk today about. Uh, can money buy happiness, which I think has been covered a bunch, right? But well, there's, you know, they, they say money can't buy happiness, right? right. That, that's the, that's the phrase, but we're, you know, did some research and then figured out like, well, can, well, maybe it can, it just, you're spending it. It's not like having like Scrooge McDuck piles of money that you're diving into. By the way, that would hurt. <laughs> I'm surprised he's alive. I mean, that's, that's that his bill didn't I, fall off. There's gotta be some like meme or something of like him just like bloody just from like hitting a <laughs> thick pile of gold coins um but yeah so the age-old thing is money can't buy happiness but what if it can and you're just doing it wrong so we're saying not only can money buy happiness here are six ways that it can yeah yes. and most of which are scientifically proven right all of these are from studies mm. uh done by several different organizations across the country and the world I'm sure. Some are even in Norway. Some are even in Norway, yeah. <laughs> you don't consider that the world? No. <laughs> no, no. They're just they're just another planet. Their own thing. So uh the first thing that I want to bring up is the amount of money that you need to be happy. The if you've if you've done any research on this on your own. I haven't. Uh, yeah, but you know what's the what's <laughs> the, but, but without looking at our current research, like what was the number you've always heard? So I think the number I always heard was like 70-something. Right. I think it was 75. Right. 
So if you make 75, and this is in the United States. Is that States, actually, that's actually what it, I mean, that, that's not it, that anymore. Oh, okay. But, but that's what it was for the longest time. It's like, oh, if you make, you know, let's say roughly $75,000 annually in the United States, like that was the, um, I think it's called like the, the saturation point or, or um, statute, I forget. But the idea that like, that's the, the minimum amount of money that you need to be making in order to like not stress out about money. Right. Right. And so you've gotten like the maximum happiness gains. Yes. I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So they did this study where um, it was on nature.com. But the idea is you take three unmarried 33 year old women who live in the United States. Right. One of them makes an annual salary of 40 grand. One makes one hundred and twenty thousand dollars and the other one makes two hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. OK. So which one of those people are more happy? I guess I mean I feel like this is a leading question, but I would say like the one that makes two hundred because okay I don't know they're they're on fire with capital right. F I R E. So okay, so according to this study, um, the two there are two of them, the, both the uh, one hundred twenty thousand dollar a year and two hundred thousand dollar a year, they are happier. But between one hundred twenty thousand and two hundred thousand, they're not any more happier. Like mm. so, once you reach this threshold, it's it's like anybody, diminishing returns. Right. So anybody that makes, and they're saying now over $105,000 a year, you know, household income, by the way. So that could that could be two salaries. Mm-hmm. Um, then that's like, once Absolute you hit that point. maximum threshold. Right. Below that, you could be unhappy. You might be facing like stressors. And again, United States only. But if you're above that, and it doesn't matter how far above that, like you sort of like minimize that that financial stress. So that's what the, that's what this is all about. It's so like minimizing stress. Below 40, extremely unhappy. Below 105. Well, below 100. Well, I'm extremely unhappy. Well, well oh no, no, not a, you're okay, you're doing I guess I'm saying it's like a, a softer gradient between perhaps. Okay. I mean, it depends. Like if you are living beyond your means or you have college debt and you get out and you're only making 40k a year, like that's highly stressful. Yeah, just in general, it's a highly stressful situation to be in. If you're like, you literally cannot. You I mean you're still living at home with your parents? You're only making forty k. You have to pay most of that money is going to paying off student loans. You know, yeah, that would make anyone un- unhappy, or or maybe not even like unhappy and like, oh, I'm just like depressed. But it definitely puts a burden on you as a individual. So in trying to get happier, biggest bang for your buck is to reach 105,000 household income. Right. Yeah. Yep. So you in the and United your States, significant other can each be making like 55ish. Yeah. 52ish. It, it, it again, it's just relieving pressure and I'm sure like paying off debt, you know, it actually none of the studies that I read mentioned anything about debt, mm-hmm. which I find surprising. I would think that if you live in a debt-free house or if you actively are paying off your debt and you're seeing that's a form of like financial stress relief Mm. which would end up like paying off that debt i would imagine like makes you a happier person because maybe this number includes debt because most people have it to some degree and so i would imagine average amount of debt for you know i would have i would yes i would say that that's probably true um so uh, and by the way, all of this stuff that we're talking about on this episode, we'll have linked in the show notes for sure. For sure. Because yeah, every, yeah. like I, we looked at a bunch of, uh, I watched a bunch of videos, a bunch of websites, a bunch of studies 
to kind of come up with these points. I mean, it's like, and, and a lot of this, like, I, I, I think I heard it a couple of times, and then I was just like, you know, you kind of like once you hear something, you kind of make it an anecdote, and you tell you tell people right. over and over again. Well, that shit changes. Like I used to say seventy five thousand all the time. Now, now, no shit. Yeah, it's one hundred and five thousand now. Damn inflation! Inflation, right? <laughs> so that guy, yeah, I guess like five or six years ago, I was like, oh yeah, one hundred seventy five. Not that hard. Yeah, it is that hard. Um, so the second thing, so My this is more thing. This is more about like you know, literally buying happiness. Right. Literally. I mean, this whole episode is about what can you do with your money. Yeah. Uh, so they they say studies suggest you should spend money on experiences um, that will give you moments of happiness as well as positive memories to look back on. Mm. I deeply resonate with that. Well, you are much, you are, you travel more than I do. And you, do, I, I feel like you are better at vacation than, than most people. It's like a practice thing. Like Laura and I couldn't go back to the same place. We would just be bored, mm. you know. But you like go on adventures. And, and I think that's like the crux of it because you're there and you're just kind of being like a little crazy out of your comfort zone, super fun. Mm-hmm. And then to just, be at dinner one night or whatever and just kind of relive that through talking about it is like awesome. Mm, yeah. And you spend it, you spend it once and it mm. kind of like repays itself over and over again. You know, you're looking through pictures, you stumble on the picture or whatever. And so for, like, I deeply believe that this is a, a driver of happiness. Or you have a story to tell at a, you have an anecdote to tell later at a party oh or wherever. Yeah. yeah. Or on this podcast. Damn right. So, um, I, don't travel nearly as I don't I don't adventure as much as you do. I'm just absolutely terrified of airplanes. Uh, Only still. ten minutes before we started recording, you were ranting about why you ever leave the house. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> why do I even <laughs> leave? Yeah, it's like uh, I just yeah. So I I do a little bit of travel. Uh, mostly, it's been for business and the last. You know, the the reason I've even gotten on an airplane a few times in my life has been for like some sort of conference or business thing. Um, but recently I've been going to Portland every year during when a conference happens for the entrepreneur space, but I, ne- I don't, I never attend and I just go because I absolutely love Portland. I just want to eat Portland. I just, that's like, <laughs> I, 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 the best food I've ever had in my life has been from Portland. It's just I everything just, like is prefaced with artisanal. <laughs> yeah. It's like locally <laughs> artisanal grown. Arti- yeah. It's just canned chickpeas, man. But yeah, it's it's that to me is like Portland's one of those trips where I have a lot of friends who live in the city. Uh, the food is awesome. I always have a great time. The the beer scene is ridiculous. So it's one of those places that like I I basically make it a point to visit every year mm. because every year it's basically my vacation. And plus, I mean, you have a lot of friends there, and yeah. so just as it's like the hipster capital of. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. yeah. I I wouldn't call myself a hipster. I I don't look like a hipster, mm. but I I appreciate what hipster culture has brought to the forefront. Like right, right. basically, like kick ass food and kick ass beer. Yeah. Which is like I like those things. <laughs> you know, uh, ironic T shirts, not so much. Mm. You know, fedoras. I wearing fedoras ironically, not not really my thing. What else do could be could do? be I, cool. Yeah. Who knows? So so one thing that I love, and it's like. Not that expensive mm-hmm. um, are cooking classes, and 
I've done it with, and I, I'm not even a big fan of cooking. I'm su- that's surprising to hear. I know, right? That. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't really. But the thing is, uh, you get like these masterful people who know how to do these things, and sometimes like, you know, you're doing pieces by yourself, and I've done it with just me and Laura. I've done mm. it with me and Laura and friends. We've used it as an excuse to like bring family, so we've given it to like parents for birthdays because ah. it brings people us all together, and so sometimes it involves like a bottle of wine and just. And it winds up being uh, an excuse to spend time with people, but you're slightly distracted by right. the thing. Dude, um, you know what? That is, that's really interesting because we have a cooking class place like two blocks away from my house. It's called Food Lab. Mm. I've only done it once. My friend had a birthday party. It was a bunch of people I didn't know, but like we met all these really cool people. We they have they had free beer and wine on tap. Whoa. Okay. That is, why are you not there? Well, I, I don't, well, I don't know. Like it was cool. Like it was really interesting. One guy cut himself and had to go to the hospital. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that somebody, is, dude, that is a kind of experience that yeah, I want. I do remember that. Yeah, some guy was just getting a little too, uh, a little too liberal with the knife, knife skill. And cut himself, yeah. But I mean, I'm, I feel so bad. We're like <laughs> laughing at this dude, you know, his four fingers. He's fine. He's fine. He just died. It's no big deal. Uh, <laughs> wow, he's out of his misery. People. It's fine. No, but, but but yeah, we we it was a really fun experience, and I've never done it again. And mm. I think I should. Maybe I should like set up dude, an appointment or something. We have one like four blocks away, and it books up so fast. Okay, yeah. We had to subscribe to their mailing list, and the day it comes out, like we have to, mm. like it always has become fights. We're like, no, no, drop everything you're doing, right. read this email with me, and we're buying it. And it's just, do you, do you, do you ever do it like just you and Laura, or do you, you always have to do it with like a group? So we have done it once, just the two of us. Uh, we've We've used it as like a way to gift. Um, it's like okay. a really easy gift and we love it. Cause like part of the gift is kind of for us too. Yeah. Yeah. You makes know? sense. I get it. Um, that's good. And we'll get to gifts cause that's clearly part of this. But, um, the third thing we have on this list is wealth. Basically having money, uh, gives you a larger opportunity to give to charity and leave an impact that will leave others and yourself better off. So the idea of donating, money now i will say that um i'll I'll actually let's make a little broader and say generosity because time is money okay so donating your time so volunteering Mm. yeah which would count in that as well you're you're right you're absolutely right but i mean the, the most literal form i mean as you said like buying i'm not buying like putting to charity um has been proven through yeah. studies to increase happiness. So I don't, I, I'm actually going to have to feel like I disagree with this. Mm. I don't want to disagree with this. It feels like <laughs> of all the points, this is the one I should be like, yeah, donate to charity. It's so good. Like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, you know, so I donate to the um, NRDC, which is the national resources defense council, which when is that, Trump is that was like the Jedi's, <laughs> I don't know what is the jet the what is the Jedi's oh, the, now I'm Star not, Wars wow my nerd, dude. my nerd cred just went out the window I don't oh know my god I used to um, think you were cool the Rebel Alliance I'll say that <laughs> wow you're like an insider now mm-hmm. so AT-AT. what is the national <laughs> what does the uh, National Resource Defense Council do like do they actually like battle with people who 
Yeah, le- so they do. Uh, they're sort of like I, 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 like a verbal gunfight, uh, a legal fight for uh, the earth, like like climate stuff. Um, That's awesome. So yeah, so I and they're in New York, and I the reason I started donating to them is because when Trump was elected, I watched um, John Oliver. Mm-hmm. You know, you I love Weekend. John Oliver. I know, me too. Like he, it cannot be released online fast enough. I, yeah, I, I'm with you. And he did this whole thing like, look, you know, Trump's elected, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we as a liberal community, we don't like it. But here's what you can do. Like you can pay for newspapers. You can pay for these. Here's a bunch of charities. And I was like, all right, cool. Like I I like nature, you know, mm. so I, I tend to donate. But the problem with that is, is that I donated like I did it once. I donate it, but I set it up to just donate twenty dollars a month, you know. It's funny. I did the same thing with the ASPCA, uh-huh. and like, I, I was like, you know, I want to. It was like cool. I want to do this, but then it was like twenty five dollars every month, and I just didn't want to get more like flyers, Junk with dying mail. animals in the mail, right? Know? And I, 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 now I'm signed up where I'm getting text messages like, you know, the 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 EPA is gonna kill everyone. I'm like, I don't, this is so depressing. Like I just want to donate, but now I forget that I donate sometimes cause it's just mm-hmm. automatically recurring. So, you know, it's like sometimes you just forget that you have a subscription yeah. and it's like, oh, shit, I forgot to can't, you know, like that's how it feels. And like, I, I think with, if I'm going to go back and talk about, you know, how it feels good to donate to charity when you do it, like when you actively go out, like maybe it's taking clothes and dropping it off at the, uh, like goodwill or something like those moments feel great. Mm. Right. Uh, volunteering your time feels great. Even if you're just helping a friend, uh, you know, like I help pe- a lot of people with like um, just working out their problems or. I love that. Like I, I love do, just I love doing like essentially free business consulting. I <laughs> yeah, made that. like all these like friends through just like going and like, all right, print me out your monthly P and L. I'll take yep. a look. And uh, it's just, Yeah. Dude, it certainly helps. I mean, it's certainly a good positive feeling when people, you know, say that say those things to you. But because um, it is, you're saying time is money. So yeah, donating your time counts. But uh, further I, on that line, because yeah. of like supporting like people, like helping other entrepreneurs and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's this thing. I, I think you were like going to allude to it. Patreon. Oh yeah. Like, or, or like just essentially like a channel that's structured to supporting entrepreneurs or creators. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always felt great about that. Um, I do too. But I, but at the same time, like you are getting something. So like, just like with donating to like the NRDC or, uh, you know, the, you know, you, we get stuff in the mail, but it's never, oh, yeah. I could have got like, like free helpful. cat or discounted cat insurance if I wanted right. to. What, I mean, they try and do things to keep you. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, do you, do, do you do Patreon or do you donate to Patreon people? I, I do. So, uh, I was giving to this one guy, uh, Poly Matter, mm-hmm. uh, about like 30, it wound up amounting to about $35 a month. Oh, and, uh, wow. I, I really like his stuff. Okay. <laughs> and he, I'm surprised he has a tier that high, but I guess. I no, mean, I well, guess. I mean, Patreon, like they give you the tiers and you can put mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, I actually, I, I put it above in the tier where like no one was in because I thought I was like, he'll notice me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that maybe says so much about me. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I so I donate to oh, donate. I guess it's donation, right? Patreon's donating. I kind of feel like it is because you're not really getting, you know, like something delivered in the mail worth sure. whatever. You're getting like early access, but 
like I could remember when I was in that spot. Yeah. And how that like little bit like was meaningfully changed. Like it kept me going. Yeah. The moment when I decide that I want to like I've been I mean, for me, I've been consuming these two uh, homebrewing sites. I've been like just devouring their content. They put out great stuff. And the moment that I decide, like, they, you know, because every episode or I listen to their podcast or their video podcast or like read their articles, like they always have, like, oh, you know, support us on Patreon or, you know, support us by, you know, shopping on Amazon through our affiliate link or whatever it is. I, I basically, the moment when I decide it, yeah, this is worth it to me. Hmm. Those both, unfortunately, I guess, fortunately for me, but unfortunately for them, like, they both only have $5 a month. That's their top level tier. Oh, so I'm only I'm giving ten dollars a month to these two companies. So, but I, I I'm reminded of that every month because every month they send me an email, you know, because I'm a supporter and they're like, hey, you know, like one of them is we have discount discount code for hops. Thank you for being a supporter. Or you know, we released That's this episode cool. earlier. Like they yes. give you like insider discounts. Yeah, yeah. So it's and I use the I use the hell out of them. I mean, to a, to a fault because my entire freezer is just filled with vacuum sealed packs of pops. So, uh, but because every time they're like, "Yeah, it's here's a discount code," I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." You I just could gave buy me it. so many ideas. I you just want you want to sell hops online? Is that what you're thinking? Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. It Take is them. green. It's like Taking money. Them down. Yeah. Well, okay. So we have uh, three more to go. Woo! Brisk before, pace, nailing before, it. Here we are, breakneck. <laughs> so if we uh, we're gonna get to those three, but first we gotta take a break. Uh, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. All right. <laughs> I was like, when, when is he going to stop breaking? What did you do on your break? Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> what did you do during the break? I stared creepily at you <laughs> waiting for you to say we're done with our break. Ah, <laughs> uh, the power of editing. Mm. All right. So we kind of alluded to this earlier before the break, but another great way to buy happiness is to literally spend money on other people. Mm. And you, I think you were kind of getting to that with the food lab thing. I was like, you gift oh, food lab, it's food lab for me, but like you mm. gift the cooking classes to people. Yeah. So I feel like I think the, be- I strongly believe the best gift is an experience. Mm-hmm. And I think like the second best gift, especially for like family is like bringing the family together. Like your parents yeah. just want to see you. It's like mm-hmm. just showing up at their door is probably already a gift. So if I could like combine the two, it's like ultra gift. Oh. And so like we have this friend and we have this rock climbing or like a scrambling indoor thing in yeah. Hoboken. Yeah. So got her a gift certificate and got her another gift certificate and was like, hey, you give it to me. Or not, you know, yeah. whatever. But like, it would be really cool, you know. Yeah. The- if you came. Yeah, I, I would have paid anyways. Like whatever. Sure. I mean, but it was just she. She wouldn't have to go alone. You know, it just reminds me of last year. I decided to do something crazy. My mom turned sixty. I hope she doesn't mind me saying that. Uh, <laughs> but, My mom already turned sixty. So yeah. So, but it was her. Like she had a big surprise party um, that my dad had put together. And obviously, like, I don't live in Philadelphia anymore, so I couldn't be there. Right. And I was like, so I called my brother, and I was like, it was during the party, and I was like, tell mom I'm flying her out, her and my aunt out to Boulder to come visit and, like, spend a week here. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and I was, that was a that's great. A, that's a super awesome gift. 
Yeah. Because it's kind of like a vacation too. Yeah. So I, and it was funny because my, I didn't, I heard about like the prodigal son. (laughs) Well, you know, it's not that expensive. I didn't, you know, it was like, you know, it was only like $20,000. No, no, come on. Like, no. (laughs) Joking. Uh, but like, I mean, it was, it's a big milestone birthday and I wasn't there. And, but was, was funny is like during the party, my brother had like told my dad that I'd called and said that that was the case. And my, my one aunt, my other aunt overheard it and freaked out and thought it was the coolest thing ever. And like jumped on the mic and like in front of like the entire party and would just like announced like what I did. And I found (laughs) out about this later and I was like, that is kind of awesome. But and yeah, then your aunt was great. like, "You're flying me out too, right?" I was like, "Oh no, not 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 you, the other aunt." No, but uh, it was it was that was cool because it was a good it was a good week. Like everything was planned. Uh, you know, we had a lot of fun, and and I, you know, doing it again would be awesome. It's not something I you know could afford to do all the time, but it would be something that it's a big I it's a big gift, you know. Yeah. Um, and I want to re- spend time with her, which is, I mean. Yeah, you know, very painful and difficult. But you know, hey, you do now. <laughs> I love spending time with my mom. I do too. I'm I'm kidding. I'm a mom's uh, boy. I want to read, and my dad was just in town this past week. He was. Yeah, I didn't fly him out here, but <laughs> dads can buy their own damn ticket. No, but he slept on my couch, so mm. that counts. That counts. Right? Does yeah, that count? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I so I want to read this thing. I found it in Time Magazine. It's just like a uh, an excerpt, but. Large-scale surveys by the University of Chicago's National Opinion Research Center, or the NORC, for example, have found that those with five or more close friends are 50% more likely to describe themselves as, quote-unquote, very happy than those with smaller social circles. Compared with the happiness-increasing powers of human connection, the power of money looks feeble indeed. It's fine. We'll cut that out in post. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so the idea is throw a party, set up a regular lunch dates, whatever it takes to invest in your friendships. Um, I wanted to put that in there because I think, I think it's, it's really hard to think about it that way. But since I moved here, like I, I live, I don't, I had to really just make new friends all over again. Like I had yeah. to start completely from scratch. Like I knew nobody. And props for that because I couldn't imagine. Yeah, was, it, I mean, look, I the, my whole thing was saying yes to everything. Like, anytime I saw something, you know, a Facebook post, like, hey, we're doing this meetup somewhere. I went on meetup.com. Like, I just went to every, all of the things and just said yes to until I started, like, just collecting more and more. And now I, I do – I throw parties. I throw parties, like, probably twice a month. And I usually buy the food, and if, and if I don't buy the food, I'm – Definitely supplying all of the alcohol. You know, that is such a good idea. Even though I don't brew beer, but to just host a party. Uh-huh. A, we used to, Laura and I used to do that all the time. We kind of stopped. Yeah. I mean, first of all, for me, I don't have to leave the house, so it's great. Right? People usually bring booze and stuff yeah. oh, anyways. Oh, yeah. To the point where it kind of, like, sometimes I'm like, please don't bring alcohol. I have so much of it. I need to get rid of it because I, yeah, I homebrew beer and I cannot drink five gallons at a time Dude, you're like goading them on they're like now bringing double what they're right were and they always do they always bring like oh i brought you know these co-. i'm like i have things i need to get rid of like <laughs> you know but uh yeah so that's something i definitely do i know that uh i know you're good at this but you will pick up checks when we go out to eat 
Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. an easy one. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, and like you, it's it's a baller move. It's always a baller <laughs> move. I it's I, I guess it's never intended that way. No, but remember when the first? Do you remember the first time you did that? In my life. In your life. Because like you didn't do that as a kid, like as no, as like, no, no, no. It was it was only until I felt like I could do that, which was probably longer than I should have waited to do it. Right. But like I've um, probably only done it in the last I don't know four years or something, where I felt like I had enough money and enough like where I just felt like I wanted to do it, and mm-hmm. then I had the available funds. And you know what? The thing is, it's always a re- it's always re- Recipro- reciprocity, right? Yeah. Like there's, you always get it back well, somehow. There, there was this one time that that we, I was in Philly, yeah, and we I, I think we were at a dinner or a bar or I don't know. We were just like, and it was with uh, your friend Jim, right? Oh, I okay, yeah. And yeah. Uh, we were uh, we were at Franklin Mortgage, and it was like a speakeasy bar, yeah. and we were just like drinking fancy, expensive cocktails. Yes, yes. and you guys are like. Yo, you want to do credit card roulette? I'm like, yeah, well, let's do credit no, card roulette. No, that's not what happened, dude. You were you. I had never heard of it before. Bullshit. You I brought had never it up. Heard of it. The, the, no, the hilarious part of the story is you were like, hey, have you guys ever played credit card roulette? And we're like, oh, we don't know what that is. So everyone throws their credit card in, and then you, I don't know what we mix it up, and then you just pick somebody just picks a credit card, and whoever's credit card that that is has to pay for the whole check. Yeah. Right. And you suggested it, I, and I then did. you got picked. I, I know it was it was it was the worst, the best worst way to spend yeah. my money. You know, but, uh, there's another <laughs> there's another game that I used to play with my friend when Bob uh, when I used to hang out with my friend Bob a lot because when we lived near each other, it was uh, I don't think it had an official name, but we'd go out to dinner with a bunch of people. It always be it always had to be a lot of people, and the person who could get who could guess what the total of the bill was by $1 would not have to pay. Oh yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's just a fun, Ooh. like, so everyone tries to guess and whoever's closest, you have to be within a dollar. Is it price way. is right rules or it could go either way. Like, it it, be- so, so if, yeah. So if the bill comes out to like a hundred dollars and you guess and you 101, said, you said one Oh one, it would count. And if you said 99, it would count. Oh, okay. But price anything- is right rules are like closest without going over. No, it wasn't that. Oh, okay, because they're kind of punitive. I guess then, like, that would be a better game, right? If whoever's the closest without go- going over. You know, once person says like two hundred dollars, and then you're just like one dollar. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and right. and you win because they want to. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's the fun little game. I also like. I remember this is something I don't do, and I kind of am mad at myself for not doing it. But mm. I don't. I find it very difficult to buy things for other people like just random things Mm. like i one time you know i live here i live you know in the center of the united states my friend lives in norway speaking of uh countries that don't count in the uh (laughs) international space but he just a fucking package just showed up on my door it was a mug it was a Mm. coffee mug with like a skeleton it's like like one of those like mexican skeleton um illustrations like and he was drinking a lot of coffee and he was on a computer and it was just like from Jason. And I was like, I texted him, I'm like, dude, did you just send me a mug? He's like, Yeah, I thought about you and I thought it was cool. I thought you would like it. I'm like, I love it. <laughs> and I, d- damn it. I wish I had that like for like thought of y- you've done it to me too. Like I 
like when I you I bought a monitor from you recently within the last like and oh what a deal did you buy it from me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I got it at a mega discount thank you uh, but you sent me the box and in the box was like a birthday card that you had gotten for me mm. and which was unexpected and nice and then you got me this uh squid <laughs> that you put into water and it grows it was stupid <laughs> into but a huge just, squid yeah but you i don't know like the mental forethought of like mm. doing that i just i wish i just i wish i could just like send people things or like i'm at the, i don't i guess i don't go to a lot of stores because i try not to leave the house you know but uh so finally no not finally we have two more things what am I saying? Pre-finally. Pre-finally. Uh, I'm going to read this whole thing. An underrated way to spend your money is on saving yourself time. There are many tasks we do throughout the day that we do not enjoy. These differ for everyone, but examples might include doing the laundry, cooking, driving, or doing household chores. Doing so will free up time so you can do more of what you love. This is like your thing. This, like, is, this should be yes. like the Matt Givenisi rule. Colon, spend your money on saving time. Yeah, I'm not always great at it, but I I'm definitely more conscious of it than the average person. I, th I th well, not the average. I wouldn't say the average person, but I when I first moved here, I met a friend who kind of ba basically convinced me to hire a cleaning service for my house, and it was such it was so against it because like one, it's spending money on something that I can do right. Which yeah. I tend to, you know, I, I even like in the early stages of like building my business, like I did everything because I didn't want to spend money on. And you get used to doing these things. It becomes yeah. like, yeah. And I never liked cleaning the toilets in my house. Mm. And I, but I just did it because like obviously you don't want dirty shit. However, uh, no when, pun intended. No pun intended. That wasn't a pun. <laughs> uh, you know ooh. that time you sit down on a dirty toilet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a dirty, dirty shit. Dirty shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're childish. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I never liked cleaning. And also, because I had to do it, it would take forever for it to get done so yeah. it would be like it would so when i would you do stop it, your feet around the whole time yeah. like i don't want to do this well not just that like do when it like finally came i would have to deep clean and it would take me yeah. like a two days to like really because well, the whole thing is like i hate doing it but if i'm gonna do it it's gonna be amazing like the best clean right. toilet ever right because like there's gonna be 500 paper towels used <laughs> yeah no I no know. dust or even yeah and my friend was just like, man, like, it's one of the best things that he's ever done. And it's like one of the best, you know, it was like he's so much happier because like his house is always clean. And like, just like all the psychological things that you get from it. Not to mention, like for us, you know, I work from home and, you know, any hours that I spend away from my computer is money that I'm kind of like, mm. I'm not putting money towards work. Not that I work all the time, but like. So you're saying like the dead skin cells on the floor in that room alone. Oh, yeah. Well, not anymore because I have a cleaning service. He was just here <laughs> yesterday. Um, the other thing you could do, and I don't think this was mentioned, but I, I looked it up in another thing was automating things. So like mm. n not necessarily like, yeah, just automating like things that you Amazon subscribe and save, like just full on. So I don't do that, mm. but I was, cause I was kind of nervous because I did, uh, I did, do I do dollar shave club, right? 
I have like a year's worth of toothpaste to end So it just keeps piling up. Because that's what was happening with my yeah. razors. Is like I would, you know, I don't shave a lot. I don't shave my beard area, you know, with a razor. So I'm only shaving like certain parts. And, and so like my razors kind of last a little bit longer. And they send it to me every two months. And I'm like, all right, I'm kind of getting like piled up with the razors. And I had to like pause the account and, you know, wait a couple months and then kick it back on. But like buying, I think. I was just, I mean, I just told the story to you before we jumped on today, which was like, and I don't know, this is just, I don't know hmm. what kind of problem this is, but I was just so angry yesterday because I went out, I, I've been wearing the same shoes for a year and a half. I um, wear them, I wear them when I work out. I live downtown, so we walk a lot. I, I've been yelled at by like people. People in the neighborhood, like, go back to where you came from because you just look <laughs> dirty. I just, like, you can't, like, I just, and I went to the shoe store yesterday, which is, and she was like, yeah, what, what do you mean you've been wearing these for a year and a half? I'm like, yeah, I wear them literally 24, almost 24 hours a day. And she's like, that's insane. Like, you're hurting your, like, you're hurting yourself. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, but I go to the shoe store. They, like, it was a, it was a walking company in the mall, and they, like, measure they have this thing this pad you stand on and like measure pressure points or whatever your feet and they didn't have any shoes for me and i was like okay so i spent all this time here trying on a bunch of shit and like but you don't have anything for me like not not and not just style wise like they just like we don't have any shoes to fit your dumb wide feet (laughs) i was just gonna say (laughs) you're saying that your fit or your feet are so misshapen right they can't even sell you custom shoes yeah we don't make (laughs) shoes for hobbits i'm sorry sir you're gonna have to go somewhere else like middle earth (laughs) you're gonna have to go to a literal cobbler but (laughs) I, i i was like i left the store and i'm like well, that sucked because I just spent – it took me like – you know, my, the mall's not that close. It was like a, you know, half-hour drive to the mall, and then I was like a half-hour in the store, and I'm like, I, I left with nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of the, the person trying to fit you for shoes, <laughs> seeing your feet like, I can't work with this. I can't work with <laughs> Like, what sir, is stop clenching your toes together. I'm not, but what uh? Like, I take my shoes off, and she's like, are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious with those feet? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Am I getting punked? I'm like, where's Ashton? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was not a great experience. But then, like, I and I'm like, all right, on the way home, I stop at the homebrew store, this local homebrew store, to get like this specific yeast that I use that only they sell. And you know, wanted to buy like four or five packets because I like to keep things in on hand for because I like to brew a lot. And right. completely out. And I walked into the store, looked. In the refrigerator, nothing there. Walked out, never saw a single person. Oh my like there was god! Not a, so I go, as I'm sitting there, I, I'm like seething on the ride home, and it's just happened to me so many times. Like I went to the Apple Store because I wanted to get like a case or something, and I was like out of cases for my phone. What? I'm just like, why do I leave this house? <laughs> there, Amazon and all these other services are like, why? Why do I leave? And yep. so like I've been. I was never really an online shopper until like Amazon Prime, which I've only had for a couple years. But dude, we st- I bought I went to this uh, Airbnb where they they had the closet door open where they keep all of the cleaning supplies, and the whole back of the door was filled with these dash buttons. And I was like, that's so brilliant because then the the cleaning service that they hire just comes and just orders what they need oh. to stock the 
stop the cabinet. And so I'm like, well, I want those. So I bought they're they're free technically. So you can go on Amazon, you can buy these dash. Do they buttons. connect to like Wi Fi or something? Yeah, they're Wi Fi enabled. And they they're five bucks, but you get that back in the they give you a five dollar discount on like the whatever you order. And oh. you so I have one for toilet paper. Like we use we buy Angel Soft. I like that brand. So I bought an Angel Soft dash button and it's in our pantry. And then when we're out of toilet paper, I hit a button and it comes in the mail. That's See, awesome. Yeah, it's it's, it's so great. And, and I actually don't know why we haven't gotten this. I, it, if it literally pays for itself in credits on the first purchase. Yeah, I don't know. have to drive to Target and like go through that. Or I mean, look, this is like micro stuff, right? But it's just like a, it's a burden. It's a thing that you have. What to if you're do. like in your closet and you accidentally push the wrong button? Well, it sends you an alert on your phone, so and you can just cancel it. You can just cancel it. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and we have it for like our uh, dishwashing detergent detergent we have one for paper towels you know like things that we tend to purchase a lot of i'll just get a dash button if it makes sense if it does you know glad mm. trash bags you know or we just buy in bulk so i buy the deodorant like by the like case because it's just oh, like, i use the same deodorant all the time and i don't like sh- going out and shopping for it dude not mm. gonna lie to you this is gonna sound really creepy condoms on Amazon. Yeah. Why? I, are they are they Amazon Basics brand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Essentials. Yeah, dude. It's like Sam's Choice. You know? <laughs> one cent per condom. Guaranteed to possibly never break. No, but the... Uh, I I don't know Approved about you. Approved by Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff tested these himself. I... I don't know how I don't like I still get embarrassed about buying condoms in the store. Mm. Like I, I don't know why. I have no reason to be. It's actually you like can't make eye contact with like anyone I, in the I, store on the I, way out. I don't like I have no problem like mm. I, I don't know why. I just I don't know. So I'm like and then it, one day it hit me, I'm like, oh my god, I could just buy them on Amazon and no one has to know. Only Jeff Bezos has to know. <laughs> and yeah. This is so, one guy in Colorado buys a lot yeah. of condoms. Anyway, so yeah, those are things you can do to sort of like save yourself time because time is money, right? Mm. So if you spend money on things that will save you time, you know, automation things or just things that you don't like doing, apparently can buy you happiness because then it frees you up to do more things that you like to do, whatever those things are, (laughs) whatever you use those condoms for. Uh, Number six, finally, buying things you will be able to frequently appreciate and use often will generally make you happier. So the, the, the example they gave in the article was art. You know, if you, if you are someone who enjoys art, then buying paintings and pictures for your house will make you happier. And I was about to delete it. Cause I'm like, well, I don't, you don't like art, right? You're like, I was oh, like, I love Whoa. it. <laughs> I, yeah. I like it. I like to like, we go on a vacation or something. We buy like a thing. Ah, so you buy it as a memory. Yeah, instead of buying like, you know, a pin that says I love, you know, I don't know, Istanbul. New York. I heart New York. Yeah. We just we we like try and find like a local artisty thing and Oh, that's cool. So that means your house has very eclectic art then because you travel. That's like the only yeah, yeah, huh. basically. I was trying to think of stuff um that I have bought that will make that like that I either use frequently or um, 
I, for me, I have this like this this philosophy. It's a new newer philosophy about buying like one thing that is timeless. And so, mm-hmm. like, waiting to find the the one thing that's timeless and that people will actually like. When I have people over, they're like, "Oh, that's a really cool coffee table. Like, how did you? Where did you get that? Or you know, like, just admiring the thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's a coffee table that I will have for eternity. It'll work in any room in the house. And so I, mm-hmm. like, now when I buy pieces of furniture for my for my house or anything, really, I have to think about it for the long term. So basically, like, good things that will last, like, yeah. go the distance. And that people comment on. Yeah. When they, they're like, oh, that's, like, it takes a while to find, like, you're not going to find those pieces at, like, Ikea, right? Yeah. They were like, oh, my God, it's so cool. What it is that? It doesn't even have to be, like, a lot, you know? Just no, no, like no. A, a really interesting, useful. And and it can be Ikea pieces. Yeah. You know, it just, like, and maybe you just use it in a different way or... Whatever, whatever the case. Like, I'm not saying IKEA pieces are, are terrible. I love IKEA pieces, mm. um, but I I choose them wisely. You know. Um, do you? I I mentioned uh, my electric toothbrush. You use one? So I don't, and like I feel like Quip, like this thing that's advertised on like every podcast ever, yeah. except for ours. What <laughs> 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 uh, working hello. on it? Yeah, hello. <laughs> but uh, seems seems interesting. You know. Yeah, my my aunt's a dental hygienist and got me a Sonicare. And to be honest, like I I love it. Like I I it sounds so silly. I use it every single day and it makes me want to brush my teeth because it's actually fun. Does it feel good like the vibration yeah. and yes. like the I I'm guessing it like a massage is almost well, it, your... but, but it times it for you. Like you it tells you like when to switch the side, like, like, it, it, like you hold it in the back and then it like beeps or something. It, or? it literally like it does like a vibration like tick, you know, like it's like a haptic tick. Yeah, yeah. Like that tells you okay now focus on the upper teeth. How does it know that you switched? It's timed, so it's thirty seconds per like inside bottom, outside bottom, inside top, outside top. Oh shit! Yeah, so you're like act you're so you're literally timing you to brush your teeth for two minutes, and then it's doing it at like a rapid pace, and it's just. A silly little thing, but the amount of the, the amount, the, I love brushing my teeth. So I brush more and it's just like, it's just, I, I use it all the time. It's like 60 bucks. Hmm. It's like totally worth it. I'm actually a healthier person because of that little extra step. <laughs> well, I wish that was an ad that we got paid. for. I know. Um, and then the last thing, I mean, for me, and, and do you have anything like, I, I have one more thing I can tell you that like, Things that I buy that it's like things that Laura and I get that are. I will say that um, we got ourselves AirPods. I don't know if that. Oh, counts. you did. And I mean, I feel like few times have I been like, okay, life changed. Yes. Like I, I agree. just keep them in my ears seamlessly between my computer, my phone. It and like the the man who I I was a huge fan of is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But these just work. Yep. It was. It's like. Back to the basics. Yeah, I, I that and was dude, a very happy. I mean, has made has made my life better. Like ditching the dongle, <laughs> like best life choice ever. That should be a website, ditchingthedongle.com. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, my my kegerator that I bought that I took me took me months to finally pull the trigger. I was so like, no, this is a little. This is too excessive. Like, no, uh, I don't know. 
And Steph was like, you, you are going to love it. Like, it's just going to be like a centerpiece in the house that you are going to love. And it's true. It's like the thing. It's impressive. It is so you. Like, you needed one. Yeah. But when you walk into my house, it's like, that's cool that you have that. You oh, know? my it's God. Like, this guy sent me um, an email. Uh, like, I think it was like earlier this week. And it was pictures of him, like, progressively making his own kegerator. Oh, yeah. And, like, you couldn't really – I couldn't really tell because I looked at the pictures first, like, what he was doing until, like, mm-hmm. maybe halfway through. And I saw, like, the holes for the mm-hmm. taps. I was like, ah, yeah. this is awesome. He was probably making a <laughs> keezer. So that like might a, be it's what – It's a chest freezer that you can yes, turn it. Yeah, that was exactly – that was uh, – yeah. Dude, I, I want one because you could fit way more kegs into it and have way oh, more Oh, his taps. was big. Like, yeah, I want to say he had four – I think he had four, like, Yeah, you can, you can – they're, like, chest freezers are super cheap. Like, you can get them used on – like Craigslist for like a hundred bucks. Mm. And then you just hook up this like $30 unit that controls the temperature. So that it never actually freezes. It just like refrigerates. But I mean, making it yourself and then having people over to yeah, drink from really it cool. and telling every single one, the story about how you made that shit yourself. Yeah. Happiness. If I knew how to you know, <laughs> screw another board into another board, I would do it, but I don't. So that's it. That's all six things that you could do to literally buy happiness. I thought that was – I think it was like the first half was tight. Second half a little rambly? Yeah, but it was good, dude. I, right. I enjoyed it. Cool. So if you missed anything, we'll have everything in the show notes, as I said earlier. Uh, either check your preferred podcast app or you can just visit listenmoneymatters.com slash show. Uh, mm-hmm. Please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts and tell your friends about us. Point them to your favorite episodes, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber. That would be fun. You can have a friend. Uh, and <laughs> you know what? That's giving to your friends, No. Yeah, it right? is. That's a way of, you know, here, here, the I want to make of knowledge. The gift of knowledge, my friend. There you go. It'll you make will you happy. no longer be fucked with your money. It'll make you happier. <laughs> uh, if you think we neglected to mention something about this episode topic, join the Listen Money Matters community on Facebook so we can continue the conversation there. Just go to listenmoneymatters.com slash community. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on future episodes of the show, email us at listenmoneymatters.com. Com. Nope. At listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. <laughs> and of course, all the tools and resources we normally mention on this show are available in the List of Money Matters toolbox, which you can find at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Go forth. Be worry free. Be happy. Buy Drop happiness. those dollar bills. Make yeah. yourself happier person. All right, Andrew. Later, man. Later, dude. Please tell your friends about this show.